Are we actually live? Uh, we are, yeah. Yeah, we are. All right. Welcome to the Comics Pals. Thank you guys for joining, where we are all hopped up on that G Fuel. <laughs> um, we, uh, we all took a sip of that Baja Blast, so we came with energy to talk to you guys about what a crazy week it has been. Uh, in 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 DC, Filmland, in DC Comics. I mean DC, uh, multimedia entertainment land. Yeah, just DC now. Yeah, just DC. Marvel uh, was awfully quiet this year. This this week, they were just like, hmm. Yeah, you guys do <laughs> your had, thing. They, they hung <laughs> back, dude. Uh, Marvel was like, hey. San Diego Comic-Con was great. We got people talking about our trailer. It was kind of nice. You know, we had people crying happy tears. And, you know, it was very emotional. And speculation. And then DC was like, all right, this is the best time to burn it all down. <laughs> like, now is a great time to burn everything down. We don't need speculation. We're going to tell you exactly how we fuck shit up. That's right. That's right. Uh, and we're, we're going to be we're gonna be talking about that uh, in our main topic. That's going to be most of the show, quite frankly. Because it, there's so much to get into. It's it's frankly remarkable. Uh, what's up, Trapzord? Welcome. Say hello as you guys uh, join. Um, uh, frankly, I think you know we're going to want to hear from you guys, too, about how you're affected or how you feel about all this. Because there's a lot to it. There's a lot to get into. Um, and we're going to do that. Uh, Tyler is here. Hey, guys. Hello. How's it going? Marco's here. Howdy, folks. Whoa, is that what you say? That's not what you that's say. A, that's a new one. I don't know what I say. Got a snake in my boot. Let's Marco. go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And uh, and I'm here too. Uh, um, so just just one one alert, guys. Um, Kale is not on the show this week because of a tax write-off. Um, yeah. And also any previous episodes he, were, he was on are also gone from the feed. Um, so... Uh, Oopsie. So, this is actually episode two of the episode. It's episode like six. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, right. Yeah. Well, actually, this might be episode one hundred and fifty. <laughs> <laughs> if, I mean, if if we're being real here. Um, what's up, Kefis? What's up, Matt? Welcome, guys. Thank you for joining. Um, so yeah, so we're gonna be talking a lot, a lot of DC today. Uh, but that's not all. We have a couple more things we're gonna be talking about. Uh, new Black Panther comic that's coming, and we got a little more news about uh, about uh, Joker Two. Folly Adu. Mm -hmm. uh, you have yeah. great. You speak great French. <laughs> Thank you, dude. I've been practicing it all night, um, and I think I nailed it. So I appreciate. I think that. so. It's a good job. Yeah. Uh, what's up, Lennon? Thank you for joining. Uh, all right. <clears throat> so. Before we get into everything, I do want to let you guys know how you can support the show. Of course, there is a link tree in the description of everything that we do where you can find all of our links. But the absolute best way to help us out is to subscribe on patreon.com slash the comics pals, where for as little as $3 a month, you can support your boys and you get access to our newsletter. Uh, Tyler is trying to get you sloshed. <laughs> oh, I got I got plans for the next one. Trust me. Oh, all right. Um, let's well, just say that there's there's been a pattern so far about how my drinks uh, have been going. Um, first was a Thor uh, Love and Thunder um, kind of uh, homage. 
this past one was a Miss Marvel homage. Um, I wonder if there's any Marvel stuff coming out uh, this month that I could play on. Maybe I'll make a nice tall drink. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, I like it. I like it. Okay, nice little tease there. Is it gonna be green? Mm-hmm. It's, oh, it, it's got to be green. It's yeah, green, right. I'm green yeah. with envy with your drinks, Stellar. I just. Didn't I just? I think I just had a drink called the Incredible Hulk. Is that possible? Is there such a drink? I mean, anyone could m- call that the drink and put it on a menu. Yeah. yeah, you just throw some celery in there. You're good. Or like a gamma punch or something like that. <laughs> One of my friends made a drink that we were drinking, and I thought he said it was called Incredible Hulk. But I guess you're right. Yeah, you- I make drinks, and I call it shit that I just made up too when I you know have people over. You know. <laughs> yeah, Gordon's Fair right. Uh, absinthe is absolutely green. There you go. Could be could be a little absinthe. Could I think Midori, but I don't really like melon flavor. But you know. Well, uh, getting drunk off Tyler's drinks is not the only thing you can get from our Patreon. You can also listen to our Patreon exclusive show, Palling Around. And for ten dollars or more, you yourself can join the Palsverse. You get a snazzy superhero or supervillain nickname and a shout out on the show. So, uh, without further ado, we are saying thank you very much to these fine folks. Uh, Thunderstruck, Rebecca Alejandro, The Night Stalker, Harris Najinsky, Brian Demolisher Del Pozo, Random Rocio, Kefis the Incorruptible, The Great Destroyer, Hyper Viper 89, Momentum Mike Elliott, Starcross Catherine Stars, Indestructible Indy Aaron, The Hellspawn Scribe Nihilus, and the ultimate fighter, Snake of Talons. Thank you to you wonderful, beautiful people. We appreciate you. I, I somehow uh, started watching, again, um, early Ultimate Fighter uh, clips oh. before they had weight classes. Mm. Um, and it weren't they weren't athletes. It was literally just like cage fighting, just like backyard cage fighting. Oh, oh you're talking stuff. about like Ultimate Fight, like... Yeah, yeah, like UFC kind of like Ultimate Fighter stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Early stuff. Oof, that is a mess and it's very crazy. You like it? Uh, Yeah, because it proves that like even I can be an Ultimate Fighter if I drink enough or have enough confidence. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I I wouldn't mind seeing that. I think I know already. I know some places where we can go. Where, Sean, where honest question. Do you think I've ever been in a fight? No, I don't. No, you're right. Hell no. No. Good. I once, that, I, once I once pretended I was uh deaf to get out of a fight. So <laughs> Wow, please <laughs> this, please tell this story. Uh is this tellable? is not a, I guess yeah, it's tellable. I mean it's not um the most kosher of stories, but um <laughs> I was on a date, uh um and we were like on the last train home, which is really a rowdy train. And um, there was like a dozen just drunk dudes on the train. Mm-hmm. So my funny ass was sober at the time. Um, I thought it'd be funny to videotape it because this is like during like the height of like World Star. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to get a viral video. It's great. Um, one of them saw me videotaping it, um, t- decided to take my phone from me. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? So I'm like, shit, there's too many of them. I'm going to get my ass kicked. My date. She's drunk as shit. She doesn't even know what's going on right now. I did some quick math, and I just started faking um, sign language, uh, and then like muttering, saying like I was deaf. Um, 
And they're like, oh, sorry. And they gave me my phone back. Yo, it was the most cowardly shit ever, but it got me out of the situation. So. <laughs> it's called res- resourceful, Tyler. Yeah, resourceful. Yeah. You know that Zach Galifianakis hangover meme where like uh, the math is going on in his head? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. It, I, I disabled face. I really did self. It was fucked up, but. Wow. Uh, you know what? Uh, yeah, you should drink to that. Um, it, it was a mess. It was a mess. But uh, that is unbelievable. Dude. Not my proudest moment. Not my proudest moment. So. You know what? I I feel like that is a story that could have been probably should have been on palling around. Um, <laughs> I think, There's a teaser, guys. There's a teaser. I don't know if that was uh, <laughs> mainline feed. <laughs> I ain't proud um, of it. Trust me. I, th- I brought it out in therapy. It's great. Wow. I mean, that's what palling around, palling around is. It is a therapy feed in some points. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Um, but I do also want to mention, if you want to watch this show live, we go live every single Saturday at 10.15 a.m. Eastern and 6 p.m. Eastern for Pals Pulls. We had a great time this week talking Batman, talking uh, Dark Crisis, a bunch of stuff. Um, so that was fun. Our Chainsaw Man book club is out. Mm. It's out. It's live. You guys are watching it. A little late. Sorry. To me. Huh? I said it was a little late. That's my bad. I forgot it was August. Ah, please. Don't tell the people when you make a mistake. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It was intentional. Yep. You wanted it so bad. We made you wait. There you go. Um, YouTube.com slash the comics pal. Subscribe, like the video, share with your friends. All that stuff's free to do. Helps out a lot more than it costs you. And last but not least, join our Discord server. We would love to have more of you guys out there. Come hang out with us and chit chat. Um, Sean, regarding the Chainsaw Man um, book club, uh, mm-hmm. people seem to like it. Yeah. How does that make you feel? Um, how does it make me feel that people like the book club? Yes. Yes, that's what I'm asking. I don't want to. I don't want to blow our load about how you liked the book or didn't like the book, because um, you know, listen or watch the episode to figure that out. I'll I'll say this. I really love to give the listeners what they want. Fair. Fair. And if that's what the listeners want, that's what we do. You guys want us to talk Chainsaw Man? We talk Chainsaw Man. And not only do you like it, you've been listening. So. That's what matters. You guys tune in. I'm I'm happy. Gotta say that trailer for the uh, anime came out too. Oof. Oof, good or oof. Oof, really good. It looks phenomenal. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'd recommend you check it. Both of you check it out. Yeah. Um, Silv says, uh, "Hurry up so I can get back to Sandman." I haven't started. I haven't started. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. Real good. I, I watched the first episode. Uh, surprisingly uh, dedicated to the source material with minor adjustments, but it's very good. A lot, yeah. a lot of the shots are for, like shot for shot out of the book. Be, yeah, there's like the scene of him breaking out. Oh, I was just like, oh. yeah. I, I did the whole Leo thing. I'm just go. Like, oh, <laughs> that's the thing. It's from the book. I'm gonna have to tune in. I wanna. I wanna check it out. Um, it's just. It's just so much television. It's, it's unbelievable. There's way too much to watch. Uh, Matt asked, did you guys time it with the trailer on purpose? Of course we did. Absolutely we did. 
Yeah, we knew the trailer was coming out right beforehand, so we knew the uh, the search uh, the SEO on it would be much better. Tyler's um, cousin's dad works there, and he's just uh-huh. That's what it I'm the on the Japanese side of my family. Yeah, he used to work you for Nintendo a couple line, years back. Brother, <laughs> you keep skirting it. Keep skirting it. Uh, I just good. Tyler Yoshido over Who's here. Gonna- <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you know what? Um, because Tyler is. Heading into the danger zone. Let's pivot away from him. Oh man, I wish and we could play that focus, song. <laughs> focus on you all in the listener comments section. Now yes. we have quite a few comments. Tyler, do you want to split these duties here? Because uh, duty. Oh, uh yeah yeah yeah. So here here we got. Uh, I'll just go. I'll just go for it. If you see me flubbing right. stuff, just just stop me and take over. Okay. Um. So Snake of Talons uh, said on episode three hundred. Uh, great episode. My fiance and I played the ab guessing game together, and I got more of them than her. Don't know what that says about me or her. Absolutely love my f- superhero name in addition to the pals verse. Happy 300 and 300 more. Cheers, bud. Yeah, awesome. Um, Snake, you've been listening forever. Thank you so much for the support, the ultimate fighter. Um, it, it's just yeah. funny to me that that shitty ab game that I made, that somebody is at home playing that game with their fiance. <laughs> right yeah it's like good. they're they're sitting in front of their computer or whatever playing this game that you created <laughs> looking at apps. In, in game in, in like very loose uh, uh quotations too yeah. um so matt uh commented on uh the episode. 300th episode uh i finally sat down to watch this and three hours and 40 minutes i love the commitment to the bit yeah that was a meta bit it's exactly what we went for we're consistent <laughs> anything else that's right <laughs> yeah that's that is 100 true yeah all right on episode 301 is marvel making a mistake with black panther so chillmonger still one of my favorite names um i'm more in favor of echo getting her story told changing namor for a movie is a band-aid solution that representation can slash will be taken away in his next appearance so I don't know what you mean by that last part, Chill. I, I have clarification because um, okay. Chill actually followed up. And what he meant was that the next version of Namor, like whenever there's a reboot or something like that way down the line, would not continue with this. Like it wouldn't be this version. Um, and to that, I say, I don't know when there's going to be a reboot, dude. Like, the MCU is not restarting anytime soon. This yeah, is Namor. Yeah. Yeah. They've never done that so far. Yeah. And it was like, what a reboot would happen when, what, uh, I'm uh, geriatric at this point? Like, it, it seems to be continuity heavy, and that's the, the draw of the MCU. Yeah, especially right now. I, I don't foresee that. I, honestly, um, they would have to rebrand the entirety of the MCU at this point to change one thing everything would have to change yeah i think he just i think he meant just that that if when the if or when the mcu um is rebooted this name or won't carry over which maybe it will dude like i don't know then nothing will carry over like right yeah (laughs) it's a reboot then what's what are you worried about at that point yeah um uh, I do want to. Should I read his? Yeah, it, it, he had an example, but I think you guys get it. Um, yeah. And Next as far as Echo getting her story told, yeah, we're all in favor of that. I think that's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. So uh, Marley on uh, three hundred one. 
I figured they were going to recast at the end of the movie by saying Another Dimension's Black Panther came through a portal in Multiverse of Madness. A soft reboot or recast could also happen in 2025 Secret Wars. Um, I thought that could have been a possibility, too. Just on, on face value. But I think the legacy of Chadwick Boseman is too important to just write it off with some wibbly-wobbly multiversal thing. You know, it just seems, at this point for me, especially after seeing that Wakanda Forever trailer, it's like the the meat is there for some impactful storytelling. Why just comic book it? Yeah. I, 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 had, I actually had the thought the other day. I'm like, what if they made it that Chadwick Boseman, that Black Panther, was a scroll? And I'm like, how fucking disrespectful as like a, of a concept? And I like backed away from it. I'm like, hold on a second. That would fuck <laughs> everything up. Yeah, I, I think they're yourself. just going <laughs> to. Yeah. I think they're just going to recast unless. I don't think there's a. I, I, I'm at the point where I don't believe there is a version of this where a new T'Challa just walks through a portal. I mm-hmm. think either they recast and it's clear that that's what's happening at the end of Black Panther 2 or. When Secret Wars ends, it ends in a way that it kind of reshuffles the deck and it makes it so that Black Panther is alive again and there's no explanation to it outside of this is what Secret Wars did and it's just a different actor. The only other thing I can think of is like if we find out that T'Challa had a son or something like that, you know, Um, and they use some kind of like time jump or secret wars to do that time jump where like we have a new not t'chaka or t'challa t'chasa or something like that you know like just a new person who carries on that legacy who is related to t'challa some nick fury shit like not not even like i don't know part of me was like you know in the trailer um where uh i think it's like nakia saving like a kid who's in pajamas or something. Mm-hmm. I'm like, they focused on that a little too hard. I'm like, I wonder if that Well, kid... it's not crazy, right? Yeah. Because uh, there's plenty of time. Though, yeah, five years. Yeah. It's it, sure. Why not? That's that could easily be, uh, you know, what they go with. Um, okay. So uh, I turned the Chainsaw Man book club. So we said, all right, get the sirens ready. Uh, not all weebs are created equal. You take a look at Sean and know that this is not true. Glad to see this being in a book club. I know that the, I know the right to left reading makes a little takes a little adjusting, but a worthwhile adjustment for good stories and manga. My question is, do you think the book club would have worked as well if Denji wasn't dumb? Also, can't wait to see the sequel to this book club to cover the rest of the volumes. The rest, there's like a hundred. No, there's uh, the volumes. It's like maybe it goes up to like eleven or twelve. Oh, that's all. Oh, that's not yeah. Bad. It, it okay. stops at like issue ninety. Yeah, right, then we the can do it. Part. Um, uh, <laughs> do you think the Sean, question? We, we did. We did fifty-two books of uh, saga. I'm, I think we can handle ninety-eight. Dude, saga actually has a point. Wow. Hold, hold on a second. Hold on. This a dude second. said, gotta, "Fuck devil." Gotta hunting. read to the end. Hold on. Fair enough, but uh, to answer Harris's question, I think I would have enjoyed the book a lot more if Denji wasn't dumb. Yeah, of course. I think no, if, I think if that's was... the part of the book. That's the point. 
that he's dumb? Yeah. Yeah. How is that the point? I feel like it's kind of just like shonen manga uh, uh, template is the the titular, um, like, the character, like Naruto or Goku. They're kind of dumb, childlike, and um, immature. And it's that growth that you see throughout the series that kind of lends to the character. I'm not into that. That's fair. Yeah. 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 I, I would have preferred it if Denji wasn't like a creepy weirdo. And I, th- <laughs> I think I, I think it's weird that people like that. Like he's he's creepy. He's not just like dumb. He's also sexually creepy. And, you know, he's, like, he's I don't a bit know of a sex he's, pest. He's a bit of a sex yeah. pest. Yeah. I don't know Very how much. they get away with that. And no one criticizes it. Oh, it's like this. Like but just like it, it like, just continues to happen. Like like you have you have Western comics like, oh, what's this person's call to action? Well, you know, he, he, he let the the robber who killed his uncle go or or his parents were killed in front of him. And then you go to like uh, you go to Japan and it's well, he wants to touch some titties. Checkmark done. Yep. All right. We got our character. <laughs> <laughs> Unreal. Um, all right. And then uh, JD uh, responded to the same uh same Chainsaw Man book club. You guys need to keep reading. It definitely gets deeper. Um, gets deeper is a real choice of words there, buddy. <laughs> it, it, genuinely, it gets to so like some of the things that you touch upon, Sean, in in like the critiques of it. And you guys should definitely go listen to like hear that out. But there's there are those topics that get touched on the, the things that you called out specifically, which mm-hmm. is why I think the character is portrayed the way that he is. It it all leads up to this really to these multiple emotional beats and addresses some of the the issues that you that you had on it okay well you know what my shonen jump subscription those fuckers got me yeah dude. <laughs> you're real bad it. with you're real bad with subscription sean i should not have subscriptions because <laughs> i forget dude i just got hit for, for 30 dollars from barnes and noble you know when the last time was for that what? i was inside of a barnes and noble oh they auto renew the membership auto renew Dude, oh, I haven't nah. been or purchased from Barnes and Noble since before the pandemic. I didn't you know got still got. Barnes and Nobles around. Uh, I just got Sean, do you have, do you have an day. iPhone or do you have an Android? I have an iPhone. Okay, yeah, you just go, go to settings, click your name up top, uh, and then there's subscriptions. You can see all your subscriptions and just cancel them right there. Really? For free? No, I think, well, it depends how you set it up. But you well, have If to you made the subscription through the App Store, then yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. you can do that. Oh, I didn't. Um, okay, no, then you got to do it the manual way. Sorry. Yeah. Womp. Yeah, um, that's a good point, Sylv. It is cheap. Do you want to jump on your phone, though? Like, TMI, great bathroom app, you know? like Oh, God. So you can just, like, read, you know, while you're having your morning constitutional, you know? You're supposed to think <laughs> when you're doing that. <laughs> oh, what, what are you, the thinker statue on the toilet? Like, just, just yeah. Like, Sean's just full on in, in deep yeah. contemplation. That's where the best ideas come from. You know that. Uh, for me, it's a shower. Get a nice shower beer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and we have on this week's Pals Pulse. Uh, we have Alexander Bruno. I'm not recognizing that name. So if you're a first-time commenter, hello. Uh, as a lifelong DC fan, Marco and Tyler are spot on about Dark Crisis. I hope I start to like it as much as Sean does as the series goes on. But we're already close to the halfway point. Yep, context i liked dark crisis 3 a lot and these two jokers uh didn't so alexander agrees with them i'm not calling you a joker but well he's he's just you know dc i I get it yeah 
Sure. And then uh, Terry Young uh, commented, definitely keep reviewing Zarsky and, and uh, Jimenez's Batman. There it is. The people we asked spoken. for it. Yeah, they responded. <laughs> and and Terry actually subscribed as well. Uh, Ooh, so thank, thank you. you. Appreciate that. Uh, and we will continue to read it. You know, uh, it's good. If anyone. Yeah, it was really good. And if a person tells us they want it, that that it, it's probably not just that one person. Right. So is it, isn't it wild that the guy who is writing insane runs on Batman and Daredevil t- simultaneously. The fact that that's happening is kind of mind mo- mind blowing. But the fact that it's Chip Zdarsky, <laughs> yeah. like you would have told me this, like when sex criminals came out, I'm like, you know, that artist who, who, who draw, draws sex criminals, he's going to be writing Daredevil and Batman. And it's going to be really good. It's, it's crazy. It's yeah. really crazy. Hey, Catherine, welcome to the show. Hope you're doing well. Um, all right. So thank you to everybody who wrote in. We really, really appreciate all the comments. You guys killed it this week. Um, let's get into the news because uh, we talk all that Black Panther talk. And forever. Marvel is getting us ready for the arrival of Wakanda Forever with, uh, with a comic book. So we're getting a comic, a one shot called Black Panther Unconquered. Okay, cool, fine, sure. Uh, it is a prequel to the uh, Wakanda Forever film. Okay. Is it? Yeah, isn't it? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't see that in the article that you sent. I saw something about it being related, but maybe I'm maybe I'm uh, maybe I'm misinterpreting that. Uh, uh, it's it's a new secrets about Wakanda's ancient past and unlock a new connection to the Panther God Bast. So they're they're sort of labeling it as a jumping on point. Yeah. Okay. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's not quite a prequel, but you know, if you're if you're if you're hyped for the movie, this will give you a little bit more to chew on, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, Specific timing. Yeah. The creative team is what's most exciting for me. Yeah. Because this is actually the return to Marvel. Of one Brian Edward Hill. Let's go. Uh, and it's not just him. It's also Alberto Fouch. Fauci? Um, Fauci? Fauci. Fauci Ouchie. Wow. <laughs> uh, Brian hasn't written for Marvel, I believe, since uh, Fallen Angels was canceled. The, the uh, X-Men. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that was a whole debacle. Um, and so Brian kind of took a sabbatical. From Marvel and did limited limited stuff elsewhere, um, but it's really kind of put comics on the back burner for the last year or so. Was and TV, now, right? uh, TV film, he's oh. working on the Power Rangers movie. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, it's only a one shot, but the reason why I'm so excited for this is because Brian Edward, Brian Edward Hill's Killmonger. From 2018, that miniseries that he did, fantastic, was amazing. yeah, yeah, really, with the really one, the Juan Ferreira art, really good, yeah, huh. yeah, uh, really impressive. Showed he he had an understanding of Wakanda, and so I'm interested to see what he has to say about Black Panther because that mini was really not about him. So uh, this should be good. It's a one shot, but I'm I'm excited. I, I kind of um, hope he he brings. 
Killmonger into it somehow. Uh, you know, it's, it's really dealing with the history of Wakanda and, you know, Bast as a character, which, interesting choice of that, because gods is a big thing that we're dealing with in the MCU right now, so a refocusing on some of the gods of Wakanda is maybe something there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's looks good. Ken Lashley cover, too. Oof. Ken Lashley, yep. Fun to have a new series. Um, I, I don't think we've read... We read like stuff sporadically for Pals Pulls, uh, and then we did the uh, the book club for it. So yeah, if there's like new Black Panther stuff that can get me hyped for it, it's cool. Always down. The current run uh, really didn't do a lot for me. Uh, the first couple of issues that I read, they were all right. Who was was it the space stuff? No, 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 no. Uh, the new stuff. That's uh. Oh, the yeah, the new stuff with um. The who's artist the... Uh, who who the artist that was on uh, uh, all new Wolverine, I think, right? Isn't it? I'm not sure, uh, but I'm looking it up. I think we're all doing the same thing right now. <laughs> yep. the, the volume uh, the, eight. Okay. Yeah. The fact that there's also the uh, oh John Ridley. Yeah, Thank and, you. and Juan Cabal. Yeah. Oh, is it not this person? Herman uh, it launched with Juan Cabal, and I think it's uh, Herman Peralta right now, which I do have a Peralta commission of Magneto that is very good. Uh, oh, Peralta nice. Is very good. So. Dude, I want to get my commission game up, man. I've actually never done one. Never like Comic Con, man. Right here, these two. Yeah. They're so expensive. Well, yeah, that's the other thing. In my head, it's like, oh, that's my full budget. It's like, that's what I use it on, rather than like little knickknacks here and there, but. I, I do like I, I only have uh, villains, specifically Marvel villains, um, for my oh. stuff. So I got a whole wall theme? going. Yeah, yeah. Um, I need uh, Kang done. Kang hasn't been done yet, so I think that's what I'm looking out for uh, this New York Comic Con. Tyler, can you guess what my theme is? Uh, let me get Swamp Thing. Uh, you know what? You'd be right. Yeah. What's up, Chillmonger? Um, Everybody, uh, everybody, subscribe to Chillmonger on YouTube. Throw him a throw him a sub. He's a good guy. Uh, thank He's you like if Killmonger me. were chill. <laughs> wow. Uh, you guys want to hear a fun, very very interesting Easter egg? It's it's really inconsequential at the end of the day, but it's just kind of a cute thing that uh, Marvel did. Shoot. So, you you all you both watched Loki, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. So, um, there's is this Loki spoilers. It's not quite. It's 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 not okay. So, can I press the spoiler button? Loki came it's, out like it's last not really. Year. It's it's actually more about Hawkeye. It's more about Hawkeye. Okay, so, so Hawkeye spoilers. It's a, yeah, it's a Hawkeye spoiler. Press the button. And, it worked, um, and, it, and it's hardly a spoiler. There we go. So in Hawkeye, uh, one of the key things that they're doing is they're trying to find a watch. That belongs mm. to Hawkeye's wife, Laura Barton. So at the end of the at the end of the show, we learn. And again, sorry if you're if you're being spoiled right now. It's a very minor thing. Um, we learn that the watch is uh, it's it's got a shield logo on it, and uh, it's got the number nineteen as well. The implication they don't really dive into it at all. It's not the focus. But the implication is that she is Mockingbird. Agent 19 is Mockingbird. So mm -hmm. she retired from being Mockingbird 
to be a family man. Um, that's a that's a Street Fighter joke. Guile, when he beats you, he tells you to go home and be a family man. Um, okay. The 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 watch though has a tag which says Lot Two Six Eight Avengers Compound. All right. Do you guys want to don't look it up, Tyler? I see you going for it. <laughs> Does yeah. anybody want to take a guess as to the relevance of the number two sixty eight? Two six eight, all boy, is it all divisible the, by twos. Is it Avengers issue two sixty eight? Okay, so it is. But what is that? First appearance of Mockingbird. No. All right, that's like first a appearance there. of Hawkeye. No. No, no, Hawkeye's it's very early on in Avengers. Is it, it the marriage is, of Hawkeye and, and Mockingbird? No. Uh, it is the first issue of the Kang Dynasty. Ooh, oh, interesting. Cheeky, cheeky yeah. bastards. Very right. cute. So huh. they they kind of tucked that into, uh, into uh, An inconsequential show. I mean, Hawkeye. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. I enjoyed Hawkeye. It wasn't the best, but it was fun. All right. Uh, speaking speaking of tucked, um, it's not on the list, but uh, we had a uh, casting for uh, uh, Ironheart this week. Oh, okay. Uh, drag queen Shea Coulee got cast in Ironheart. So there's the, the tuck reference. Okay, well yeah. done. Oh my god! It's called tucking, Sean. Uh, I'm a big Shea Coulee. I'm a big Shea Coulee fan though. So excited hey, you, to see you watch it, right? I watch a lot of Drag Race, dude. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, Shea Coulee, uh, has some of the best runways specifically like referencing like African culture and Black Panther and stuff. So seeing, seeing them, uh, in a fucking Marvel show, it's going to be great. Yeah. Tyler, you're going to get us all in trouble and you must. No, it's, it's literally called tucking, Sean. Okay. Uh, Kefis says Hawkeye was the best. I don't know, man. I think Miss Marvel. Uh, I think Miss Marvel has that title right now. It's it's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The the, and, oh, the last episode's almost out, Sean. No, 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 no. Why why are you behind? I I saw it. Oh, okay. Yeah, they yeah. they they put it out. Oh, got bad. You got to catch up. <laughs> um, Matt just outed me. Um, <laughs> I, I mooch off Matt's Paramount Plus, and I have a whole. I made a whole user just to not screw up Matt's recommendations because I just watch <laughs> a lot of Drag Race and Star Trek. So, fair enough. Uh, I think that's about all that there is to watch on Paramount Plus, right? South Park. I watch for now. I watched the Halo show, and uh, that was like the the worst, best series I've watched. <laughs> like it sucked, but I had fun. Um. And it's canceled, so there you go. All right, so obviously this week was insane for DC across the board, and there are so many bad things. But uh, we did get confirmation in all this madness. There was time to confirm Joker 2, officially, officially. Uh, And uh, Tyler, since I sucked, apparently, at pronouncing the title... Why don't you go ahead and and, uh, and and pronounce it? Sure. Hold on. I need to put in my uh, friends. I, I want to say give it it's a shot. Folie à deux. Folie à deux. I don't know how. Let's, how does that didn't sound any better or different it, than what no, I, I said. didn't. I didn't say I can do it. So then, what the hell are you shitting on me for? <laughs> 
Tyler. Okay, so it's folie à deux, according to the internet. Well, that so we were actually not too far off either of us. Yeah. So, thank you. This is hype, dude. I'm so excited. the 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 fact that it's being, it looks like it's being teased as a musical. Is... Oh, trust me. I can, oh. I'm gonna I'm gonna break this one down. So good, so excited. And Lady Gaga, like, awesome, right? Uh, I don't know that I've seen her acting skills. I know she's done stuff on like American Horror Story. That's the extent that I know of, and. Her music you, with... Uh, you don't know her for her two Oscar-nominated performances. <laughs> you know her for she really? Yeah, for uh, Star is Born and in uh, most recently the, um, the, the Gucci movie. The House of Gucci. Mm-hmm. Haven't seen it. Gonna have yeah. to. Uh, House of Gucci wasn't that good. I think she was the best part of it. Okay. Um, was she even nominated for an Oscar for it? I don't even know. So Not Speaks to her talent. They put out a very small teaser. It's 18 seconds long on Twitter. Just putting up the names of the actors and these like little moving um, images of them in shadow, cast in shadow. Um, it, it very much kind of accents the, the sort of musical quality of it. I was getting that vibe, the romance mm-hmm. uh, quality of it. It's pretty clear what they're going for yeah. with this one. Tyler, you wanted to break it down. Specifically, so yeah. Specifically, they're using um, the song Cheek to Cheek from the uh, Fred Astaire film Top Hat. Okay. Um, which is kind of funny because Gaga herself had an album with Tony Bennett called Cheek to Cheek. Yep. Uh, which they do that song. Um, so this is literally referencing and using audio from early Hollywood musicals, which is like one of my favorite things. You know, like... Uh, this if this is like a play on like a more modern play on you know like the great Ziegfeld or Footlight Parade which I threw the posters on the stream too because I think early Hollywood movie posters are gorgeous um and if they do like a, a, an homage to that too with a movie poster that'd be so freaking good but this is um this is a mixture of uh, a comic book movie Lady Gaga in an in early Hollywood film which is probably the most me movie that was ever conceived. <laughs> um, so I am beyond hype for this. Uh, big guy. I'm a big monster. I don't think people, I don't think they're really called that anymore, but I'm a big Gaga fan. Um, the, the whole premise too. So in, in the silhouette, um, Lady Gaga's character gets a little heart under her eye. So like we can assume, even though it's not confirmed verbatim, she's playing Harley. Um, yeah that whole storyline of bad guy, good girl, and that being a musical, like this is literally the, 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 the framework for like a early Hollywood musical too. It's like all in one setting too. It's probably going to be all in Arkham. Uh, there'll probably be huge dance numbers, uh, crazy sets. Oh man, I am wildly excited for this. Yeah, I think you pretty much nailed it. I think um, we're going to see Joker kind of unravel Harley um, as she is, you know, because she's a licensed therapist in the comics. She's a, and in uh, her origin in the uh, the animated series, and she's a genius, right? So I think he's going to work her over during their therapy 
mm-hmm. and the musical aspect will actually be us sort of watching them sharing psychosis, which is what folia do means. Um, and it will have this like dreamlike Hollywood musical quality to it, as Tyler pointed out as these two are falling in love and out of their minds with each other. And then they'll go on a murder spree. My question is, can this movie, like, can this movie really, this movie cannot end with them together, right? Like this movie has to end bad tragedy. Yeah. Oh, no, I kind of, <sighs> so I, I actually don't think that she's going to be a therapist. I know that that's like typically the story, but I feel like based on how the the last movie left off, I think in all of this madness that has been going on, they're going to find each other and they're going to both be like these delusional people exploring the madness that that now is Gotham. And because uh, I, I wouldn't, I, for me, I wouldn't want it to just be contained to Arkham. I think you can still do a lot of stuff there, but I would much rather them be exploring this new post joker destructive gotham as two you know mentally ill people well it's worth pointing out that that what tyler said is being reported that the movie does take place largely in arkham and remember that joker did get locked up at the end so they have to resolve that it's in some form or fashion Hmm. so i think i think it's a safe bet that one of the major beats will be them leaving arkham and causing chaos together gotcha i would imagine the premise is such a weird premise like it's not mainstream the hook of this movie (laughs) um it seems very specific this seems like specifically something um that the creators involved would want to do really more than like a mainstream joker movie and even like the idea of like the psychosis being translated through musical kind of makes sense like oh when when there's a crazy part happening like we got hints of it in the first joker you know when he would start dancing around or you know that i i, I think of that scene where he like right after he he, he shoots the guy for the first time um, and he's in that like bathroom stall just dancing and there's like this ethereal music playing in the background mm. um that award-winning it's, it's soundtrack by the way oh fantastic um, just like the uh, Oscar-winning um, uh, Suicide Squad as well. Uh, <laughs> okay, I actually know that one for makeup, actually. But I'm I'm surprised that they're not going to be. You think like the music's going to be all Fall Out Boy stuff? <laughs> Yo, that album though, fire. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Oh, f- uh, they had an album called that. Yeah. I, yeah. I got it. That's that's uh my emo um. My emo cred, I, I Fall Out Boy is a no for me. I wasn't really. Damn, really? It's not that I didn't like him. It's just I, just, I, I didn't really. I must have missed the boat at some point. Sugar uh, never we're going got, down. Never, I got into that. That album's fine. Before and after, I just I just lost it. You got to check this album out. Dude. I think I was I think pissed that uh, Dance Dance didn't uh, record the music video at my school, which we were in the running for. For real? Um, oh, I you went, went to, to one of those schools. schools. Yeah, I went to a nearby school. <laughs> Yo, Sean's like, we came from the city schools. I they went to a prep school. <laughs> Our schools had fucking uh, uh, metal detectors. And <laughs> your school was in that dumbass MTV show. 
uh with the remember the show you told me about that oh yeah made, made. yeah yeah yeah. Made. My was on it, yeah and then and then they almost chose your school for the freaking we had a full-fledged dance. theater in my school with like what? a catwalk unbelievable um lighting yeah um that thanks catholicism <laughs> shout out to oh, metal detectors was yeah. it a was it a uh it, it was a uh, Jesuit prep school. So uh, a Jesuit prep school in New York. Uh, narrow that one down, guys. <laughs> Gives you like two options, really. But um, my favorite song off the album, probably the shipped gold standard. Um, that was for Catherine who asked. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm I was down on this movie announcement when it was first made. But the more that I've thought about it. Um, the more I've gotten excited. So 2024. I'm just uh, like imagining a small room with Harley interviewing Joker. And then like the set just opens up like classic Hollywood and it becomes this giant big piece with like can-can uh, dancers and uh, my, multi-level my, stage in the back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just I something like almost cheesy. Like, do you ever watch The Artist? Which people have been shitting on that on the re- on the internet recently for winning Best Picture that year, uh, but the artist was a play on silent film uh, where they had musical numbers and stuff too. Mm-hmm. Um, is that Gerard Depardieu? Was was he uh, the the main actor of that? Um, great movie, honestly. This, so this is uh, yeah, I'm excited for this. Uh, it was a uh, Jean Duhardin. All right, never mind. <laughs> okay. I know, like one uh, French actor's name, but <laughs> thank you for that, that out there. Yeah. Uh, that is as positive as we're likely to be about DC on this show today. <laughs> That's yeah, it. I wanted to get and, out of the way, and I feel like uh, this feels separate from everything else. Is the other thing is uh, like this is made in isolation compared to the other stuff that's been announced. Yeah, absolutely, and imagine. That the same week that Batgirl gets canceled, which we're about to talk about, they make an announcement. They officially confirm Joker two. It was on movie, purpose. I don't joke. think it was on purpose. It, it, it feels like a joke. Oh no, I think it is on purpose. You do? Yeah. And on purpose in the sense that um, they had a uh, earnings call. <laughs> um, oh yeah. So you put it out the same week because this is good news right before that which then is bad. Put the good news out early in the week because the bad news comes at the end of the week. Sure. It's interesting that you think that they think that all of that news is bad. Uh, we well, have, Thursday's earning call, earnings call is a normal day. I don't think they knew that would be as bad as it was. And like their stock, we'll, we'll talk about it because yeah. their stock's involved. And yeah. It's, yeah. All right. So we're just, we're just going to get, we're just going to get into it. So, this is DC's worst week ever. Ever. And we have talked about some bad DC weeks on this show. But none have been worse since we've started doing this show than this one. Because we learned that Batgirl, a movie that is finished, a movie that is done, is canceled kaput not coming out no way to resolve it not salvageable done 
Womp womp. 90 to 100 million dollars was the cost of the movie. Directed by Bilal Fala and Adil El Arabi. Who, by the way, directed and maybe wrote uh, Miss Marvel. So they went from Miss Marvel, which was a success everybody loved, to a month later, Batgirl, which was maybe maybe more anticipated than anything else DC has going on. Cancelled. Gone. It's it's wild considering how close they were to being done. And we know that they've been flip-flopping between... Well, we, we know there was... Okay, it's not ready for the for the big screen, so we're gonna bring it down to HBO, and like they they were still committed to these things, and it being you know right at the finish line, they like stuck their foot out, and that shit just tumbled, and that I think was the the first part of all of it of just why, like the 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 questioning came from it's like well well why just you, you you've committed to it already. Just do it. But money aside, like you spent it, right? That is unreturnable. Mm -mm -mm. Come on, Marco. You're the finance guy, brother. You know about this. So <laughs> that is the question on everyone's mind. The why, right? And that has that is what has shaken the internet. Because the Warner Brothers Discovery stuff has been all over the map. When they first merged, we talked about how scary it was that now discovery that is known for non-scripted content like 90 day fiance and shark week is now in charge of heavily scripted content like dc comics and films and we weren't sure what the fallout would be and it only took until quarter two earnings call of 2022 for us to find out exactly how far Warner Brothers Discovery is willing to go. Now, there are some numbers you need to know before we can have this conversation. And here they are. The first one is that David Zaslav, who is the CEO of Warner Brothers Discovery, which is the combined organization of Warner Brothers and Discovery. Mind you, Warner was absorbed. Right, It's a merger, but what they absorbed was $55 billion of debt. <laughs> B. Big. Bad. Big old. Well, it depends how they delineate the debt, but... $55 billion. Not great. Big number. And they want to clear $3 billion in debt... Uh, over the next three years, I believe it is. So those are important numbers as we have these conversations here. Batgirl is the first to fall of many. They hit Scoob, which people were pissed about. The the Paul Dini written Scoob? The Paul so Dini written Scoob. Yeah, it was a Scoob holiday one. Scoob is still exists. You can still watch Scoob, the most recent right. movie. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Um, they hit a lot of other stuff too. They hit 
scripted content on TBS and TNT, stuff that was going to air is now canceled. Like it was on the docket to air, scheduled, gone. Episodes were in the can. All they needed to do was push them out and they're gone. I, I think the, the real worrying part is is the, the films they got rid of off HBO Max. Um, specifically, I think it was uh, uh, Zemeckis's uh, Witches or Twitches or whatever. It wasn't a good movie. It started like Anne Hathaway or something. But like they just got rid of it. And they can't what do you ever, mean? Like they took it off? They, they, they took off about half a dozen films from HBO Max that were exclusive to HBO Max for wow. these write-offs. And to write them off, you can then never profit off of that movie again which means they will never release these movies again so these this is lost media at this point hmm. um for six pretty big budget films that came out within the last year and a half that we'll never see again outside of pirating like that's wild to me they can't well, release it on home dvd they cannot profit off of that movie anymore to get it as a tax write-off and that is a piece of the Batgirl situation that people don't know. And, that, and that's what we're here to talk about. Um, so, first of all, $90 million is what Batgirl costs to make, okay? But that is not the total cost of a movie. The total cost of a movie is almost always double whatever it costs to actually film it and pay everybody and all that jazz. Mm -hmm. Promotion, everything that comes after, getting it out to people, all that stuff, it's typically double. So without the, mo without the movie coming out, they've already spent 90. To get it out, it would cost them about another 90. And apparently, the brass at Warner Brothers Discovery did not believe that Batgirl was up to the quality that they want. Now, this is going to sound crazy, and I could not find the episode, but I am very sure that I said I thought this movie would never come out because it was not filmed for a theatrical release. I remember this. I think I remember this. I'm so glad that, you that, do. That, smell, that, that smells familiar. Yeah. I, I had a feeling that this would happen. I said that it was a damn fucking shame that Batgirl was made as an HBO Max movie. It's way too expensive. $90 million for a movie that is going to a streaming service. That's insane. That's absolutely insane. And apparently at Warner Brothers Discovery, they came and saw the mess that they inherited. And they said, we cannot do this. So they're saving... 20 million dollars by not releasing Batgirl at all and then they get the ability to write it off the 90 million is a write down that applies as long as they don't monetize it in any way so they can't sell it to another studio they can't prof profit off of it at all which means it will literally never come out we will never see it unless you know unless they deadpool it and someone accidentally leaks it there's the uh, uh the, the me that was going around on twitter like some guy sticking a usb up his butt to sneak it out of uh out of warner <laughs> uh, i'm taught that at work yeah <laughs> the, so all right so you're gonna write off 90 million dollars 
That is less than a percentage of a billion dollars, though. Mm-hmm. But they're so they're they've cleared uh, eight hundred and twenty nine million. Wow. Off okay. write downs for canceled and scrapped content. And a lot of the way that they, <laughs> they they've laid off 70 percent of the HBO Max workers. We've talked on this show a lot about the rivalry between HBO and HBO Max. And at the center of that was Zack Snyder's Justice League. Zack Snyder's Justice League was the bridge too far for the HBO people because of how expensive it was and how damaged their relationship already was with Zack Snyder. What do you mean, Zack Snyder's Justice League? That doesn't—I don't know if that—that that doesn't exist, dude. When you, I was rolling when you sent me that tweet, uh, for context, uh, someone was a filmmaker was uh, doing Le- Leslie Iwerks, who did the um, the documentary series uh, about Disney parks for Disney Plus, very good series. Was interviewing an executive at Warner and asked them if they could use—I believe it was footage from the Justice League film—and they were told there's only one Justice League movie. <laughs> and again, it's HBO. HBO Max is done, though. It's done. Holy shit. Done. The experiment failed. And I said this was going to be a problem when the pandemic started. That they were putting out all those movies on HBO Max day and date. Those movies died. That's right. That's right. They died. And they killed. And now- yeah, they they killed their entire 2020 slate of films by just throwing them on HBO Max, where Marvel had Black Widow was a sacrifice. We all know that, and that's very sad. Yeah, that's a but a, a victim of COVID, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Shang Chi though did numbers. Uh, what was it, Pocahontas, which they put on uh, Disney Plus for thirty bucks? Mulan, How many people Mulan. paid that damn thirty dollars? Uh, I, I think I think I did actually. <laughs> a lot of people paid yeah? thirty dollars. Yeah. Yes, I forgot that came out. Whereas I stayed Which, my a ass Jungle home. Cruise as well. Yeah, I stayed my ass home and I watched Mortal Kombat, uh, The Matrix because I got COVID, um, all kinds of movies. Everyone did that. Mm-hmm. Big mistake. It's. Uh... It's interesting because I definitely remember those conversations and in retrospect, like if this is the fallout, right, of not being patient, not sitting on those films, then ugh, I don't like saying it, Sean. It tastes it tastes bad coming out of my Go mouth. Ahead. Go it ahead. Tastes bad. I'm like, hold on. Just gotta Yeah, clean it out. Swish it. Yep. Okay. Ugh. You should have spit it out. You just Sean, you're right. No. Thank you, bud. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. I appreciate it. Now, but, so go ahead. One thing is like the um, the other thing that they announced too is like that whole you know like when the Batman came out in theaters, forty five days later came out on HBO Max. Um, now they have announced that that is not going away for sure, but the movies that are a part of that kind of forty five day out on HBO Max thing is going to be done on a case by case basis. Hmm. Yeah, they were very uh, they were very cagey Ooh, yep. in the way that they discussed that. Um, there is almost assuredly going to be a longer exclusivity window for theaters. Um, Zaslav talked a lot during the earnings call about the fact that they want to invest in the theater experience. That they believe 
that the only way to monetize films for the cost that that you know that's required to make them is by putting them out in theaters. I do not understand how the people that ran HBO or Warner before didn't think about that. I don't get it. The pandemic was crazy, but that move was nuts. Nuts. They're not Disney that has their pockets in so many other different types of media where they can bankroll that, you know, um, similar to like an Apple TV plus, like they don't make money off the Apple TV plus stuff. The production value is fantastic on it, but because Apple gets their money elsewhere, yeah. they can take a hit on that. Like Warner brothers is exclusively film and TV. Yeah. Um, yeah. And again, what, what kind of sucks though, is like HBO max was like in terms of the consumer, becoming one of the best buys top two yeah top two i think it was doing better than netflix honestly uh it, from a not from a money standpoint right but like from uh, no, a, no no i'm talking from like just my own my own content experience like it, oh, they yeah. had the best movies on there it was organized well the app was pretty good um that and disney plus those are the best streaming services for my money yeah, the the things that I tune into it the most right now. The only reason I'm back on Netflix is because uh, I need to watch Stranger Things and Sandman came out. Otherwise, I don't use the app. Hulu I use more than anything else. I think owned by Disney. Yep, exactly. Well, let let's refocus. Let's refocus on on Batgirl. Um, first of all, Bleeding Cool is reporting, and it's a rumor that WB Discovery is giving bonuses to the talent involved in Batgirl for the lack of its release. So hopefully a little money will go into their pockets as compensation for this. Obviously, they're all devastated. It really sucks. Um, I do want to read a couple of their comments. Um, So the directors, they said, uh, we are saddened and shocked by the news. We still can't believe it. As directors, it is critical that our work be shown to audiences And while the film was far from finished, we wish that fans all over the world would have had the opportunity to see and embrace the final films themselves. Maybe one day they they will, inshallah. Our amazing cast and crew did a tremendous job and worked so hard to bring Batgirl to life. We are forever grateful to have been a part of that team. It was a dream to work with such fantastic actors like Michael Keaton, J.K. Simmons, Brendan Fraser, Jacob Scipio, Corey Johnson, Rebecca Front, and especially the great Leslie Grace, who portrayed Batgirl with so much passion, dedication, and humanity. In any case, as huge fans of Batman since we were little kids, it was a privilege and an honor to have been a part of the DCEU, even if it was for a brief moment, Batgirl for life. Mm-hmm. It's a shame. Think about all those actors that we just talked about. Think about all the people behind the scenes. And, and let me say this. They all got paid. Hold on. I know. They all got paid. That's half of the job, right? Half half of it is we want to make money. You know, if you're if you're creative, you want to make money, you don't do it for free. The other half is the passion. It's the work. It's what you want to do. It's your lifeblood. At some point you did it for free. Because that's how much it means yeah. to you. I say there's so, a third point too. Are are, are you going to let me finish what the fuck I'm saying, Tyler? I don't know. My I didn't take my ADHD <laughs> meds today. Go ahead. 
the third point I would say is exposure too. Like I know creative is an exposure, but like leading this film as Leslie Grace would have done so much more than just a little bonus in her pocket. Yeah. Mm, fair career. Yeah. Brendan Fraser, who is sort of making a comeback. Could have been great for him. Well, no, he actually has another movie coming out called The Whale, where he is overweight in it, too, which is wild, the transformation he did for that. Um, so hopefully that, that's like the Oscar bait that he can... I'm a big Brendan, Brendan Fraser mark, so um, I want to see his comeback. But this could have been a, a, another stepping stone in it, but now we'll never see Firefly. Oh, no. Big shame. <laughs> uh, but... The directors actually did get a uh, an email from one Kevin Feige who reached out and he said, my friends, I had to reach out and let you know we are all thinking about you both because of the wonderful news about the wedding. Congrats and the disappointing news about Batgirl. Very proud of you guys for all the amazing work you do and particularly particularly Miss Marvel, of course. Can't wait to see what is next for you. Hope to see you soon. First of all. Why did they release his email to the public on, on Instagram? Come on, you know it. Yeah, you we don't need that. to know that Kevin Feige still has the sent from iPhone uh, signature. <laughs> did this reek of humble brag to you? Like, in my yeah. mind, it's like Kevin Feige, but, oh, man, I'm so sorry about that. Wiping tears away with money, you know? <laughs> this felt like, hey. a, like a fuck you to DC more than you an know, actual sorry to the directors. You know what I got out of it? Hey, kids, you're going to land on your feet. You got a job here. That's what I got out of it. That's also, yep, exactly. I didn't get anything that positive out of it. (laughs) Really? I think think there was an air of just like, hey, that's a shame, but don't worry. Right? And I I very much got that. And considering they, they did Miss Marvel already. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying these they, like these guys are getting elevated, dude. They, like he's picking people from. I, I forgot what we were talking about. Maybe like two, three weeks ago. But they, they're picking people from the the shows to be the the next uh, the, the the helm, the next phases. They has to be. The, these guys are also not making a stink about it, but they're being vocal about their dis- dissatisfaction with yeah the result. Like Leslie Grace, one statement. She's being a little more graceful about it. Sorry, pun intended. Wow. Um, but these guys, I think they, they realize the shit situa- situation they're in and they're making a play on social media for everyone to see. Yeah. Uh, interesting gamble. We'll see how it works out. But uh, yeah. Pup, the public is on their side. Yes. Yep. Very much so. And I think now is a great time to do what they're doing. Think about the bridges that Warner Brothers Discovery has burned by doing this. You know, um, directors all see this. Actors all see this. And what sucks is that the and look, I'm not here to defend not fully Warner Brothers Discovery. You might hear an air of that. I'm not going to lie. But it sucks that they inherited so much shit and that the sins of the past are now plaguing everything that's happening now. If Batgirl was simply made to be a theatrical film release. We would not be having this conversation. And I got to say, I hate to be the one to say this, but I, 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 I have to. I have a feeling the movie was not good. Yeah. I have a feeling it needed significant reshoots, especially to get it to theatrical quality, because it was never, ever, ever going to come out on HBO Max. What, what I was seeing was that it was testing in the 60s, which is where it tested the Pennywise movie. 
Um, and I know, I remember when that was being made, there were significant reshoots or, or re-editing because it was confusing to audiences. Um, but eventually that came out. But also that was made to be a theatrical release. You know, there, there was made to be two movies. So there was a little more invested in that, I feel. Um, but it wasn't testing great, apparently. Right. And we saw they killed Wonder Twins. Remember that? Yeah. They, the Wonder Twins. Man, I was hyped for that, too. Another another HBO Max movie that they crushed. And we said, well, gosh, you know, that's pretty nuts. They've already they're already in pre-production. They don't care. What I read is that they tried to save Batgirl, that they tried to figure out a way to make it work, but they couldn't do it without spending significantly more money, and they just couldn't justify it. I get that. I, I was also reading that it was a little confusing with the Michael Keaton Batman stuff in this. Well, you, you, got, you got the plan? Yeah. All right, got yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I do want to read Leslie Grace's comments because of everyone I feel worst for her. Sure. Um, Leslie Grace... You know, she is Batgirl for for us right now. She's the, the well, I guess she's not the first live action Batgirl, but first film. Oh, well, no, not no, even. No. The yeah, second yeah. film Batgirl. Don't do um, some Alicia Silverstone erasure there. Whatever. Come on. Come on. Um, but, you know, when we saw her in the, 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 the Burnside costume, that was a moment. And I think we all rallied around her and embraced her. And she really you know has cared it seems about playing this role and so uh here's what she had to say uh get querida familia on the heels of the recent news about our movie batgirl i am proud of the love hard work and intention all of our incredible cast and tireless crew put into this film over seven months in scotland I feel blessed to have worked among absolute greats and forged relationships for a lifetime in the process to every batgirl fan thank you for the love and belief allowing me to take the cape and become, as Babs said best, my own damn hero. Hashtag Batgirl for life. Shame. Yeah. And I can only imagine how excited she was to, to play this, right? Like you're, you're here portraying a, a great character. You're, you're coming in, especially at like the, a start of your career um she was in the in the heights phenomenal like mm -hmm. you're, you're this is your next big stride to tyler's earlier point and it just gets the rug just gets pulled from under you and that can never feel good yeah uh walter hamada who is the president of dc films oh, is it was gunther hamada <laughs> wow uh, is looking to jump ship. Oh, damn. After Batgirl <laughs> being canceled. Yep. Good. Yeah, I mean, Hamada, you know, is a holdover from, you know, a prior era. And I think what he realizes is that he, he has no control. You know, you're the president, but Zaslav is slicing through everything that you've tried to build. So he's looking to head out. Um,. And as Tyler was alluding to, you know, the Michael Keaton of it all. And I think this is a really interesting wrinkle as well. So it looks like Michael Keaton's role in the DC FU, which it really is the FU this week, right? Um, Sean, before we get to this, there's another Hamada piece that I don't know if you saw. Go. Uh, Ray Fisher tweeted about it. Oh. Uh, 
Ray Fisher said, Walter Hamada feigning outrage and pretending to quit a job he knows uh, he knows he's being replaced at is quite a vibe. Yo, he went off on Hamada saying like he yeah. never really cared in the first place. Yo, Ray Fisher is like, yo, I'm burning all the Warner Brothers bridges. I don't give a shit. The old Warner. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, it looked as though Keaton's role was going to be akin to like a Nick Fury where in the sense of he was going to pop up in a lot of different places and have more of a overarching role rather than uh, in the trenches superhero role. Um, and I don't think that's going to be happening anymore, at least not in the way it was planned. So he had a major role in Batgirl. And as we more recently kind of figured, he was going to be in Aquaman 2. Apparently... Remember last week we talked about the Ben Affleck reshoots? Mm-hmm. That was actually to replace Michael Keaton in Aquaman. Oh, shit. Because test screenings, the audiences found that his appearance was confusing. And it was unclear how he was in the film at all. Because it doesn't make any sense. Aquaman 2 now releases before the flash wait what yes yeah aquaman 2's release date is march 17th the flash comes out on june 27th or june 23rd rather so if you see aquaman before you see flash which is the way we're gonna see it which by the way they confirmed that uh flash will definitely be coming up during the earnings call but if you watch it that way you would see michael keaton in aquaman before it's established that he's in the DCFU at all. Mm. So it makes no sense. Yeah. And with Batgirl gone now, anyways, they're just taking him out. So we won't see him until Flash. And what his role will be after that, we have no idea. It just it that's some backwards ass shit. And the yo, how much money do you think you would have saved by pushing Ezra Miller out? Cause I can only imagine they gotta, they gotta cover up shit. They gotta, you know, follow follow them around the world with their cult or whatever the fuck's going on. You think that would save money? No, that's what get... I'm saying. Like, like if if you just like separate from all that shit, you don't have to deal with it. By not losing the all the money out. that you put out into it already. The whole point is like the movie's already made. We need to recoup that by releasing it. Are you are you gonna recoup it with uh, a? crazy ass person being the the lead role apparently wasn't i saying this shit a month ago marco when you were disagreeing with me (laughs) about putting about putting flash out yeah we're on the same page it'll still come out i i don't think it should come out i don't see how they can put it out with all this bad news by the way this this very week there was more news that's right. Oh, the oh I didn't put an week, Ezra watch slide. Damn it. Uh, sorry. Yeah. The same week that they confirmed that Flash is coming out, we heard. So I, I have it. I have, I have it right here. Uh, there's, an, there's a report from the insider. It's, it's titled uh, Ezra Miller's Unraveling. Friends concerned as the Flash actor travels the U.S. in body armor and faces claims of running a cult in Iceland. And I know I said that wrong. I like to say Iceland. Excuse me. Um, 
So he's he's fate or I'm sorry, they are facing allegations of grooming in the article. We've talked at length already about that. Um, but there is a specific woman who is from Iceland who was 18 at the time uh, that spoke to Insider about the relationship that they had. And so this is what uh, the woman said. At one moment, they would look me in the eye and be like, I love you, and be this really nice, beautiful person. And the next minute, they would tell me that I was a fuck, that I was fucking disgusting. There was a lot of psychological abuse. Now, this is where it gets weirder. The woman claimed Miller worshipped her, quote, perfect womb by talking to it, looking at it, and hugging it. And that they were interested in her breeding capabilities. Oh, no. (laughs) She claimed they encouraged her to cut off her friends and family. This is the Flash. Ezra's a breeder? Apparently he has a, he has a cult in Iceland. Holy shit! With guns and children. Remember the kids with bullets. Yeah. Oh, that. Yeah, that's right. The 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 young kid, the the, the baby. The baby. Right. Yeah. That's the bullet right. bullet babies. <laughs> yeah. oh, the sequel to Muppet wild. Babies. Yes. This is what we're dealing with. Batgirl can't come out. <laughs> but that menace. Is going to receive a big check. Cha-ching. A big check to fund the cult. To Damn. fund the bullet babies. To fund the run across the fucking world. Okay? To harass and assault and do whatever else. WB Discovery. Warner I- Brothers better better discover what the fuck to do about Superman. Yeah. Discover that. <laughs> Discover the location of Ezra Miller. Discover that. Chillmonger said breeding capabilities like Pokemon with 31 IVs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't wait. Once Flash is done and nobody wants to make movies with Ezra anymore, uh, but there will be one small indie, indie movie that will make a movie with him and Jared Leto. It's going to be great. I can't wait for that one. Oh, no. And James Franco. Uh, you mean, uh, 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 what, what is up? Uh, you see James Franco just got cast recently? Yeah, as, yeah, yeah. Um, that's why I said his name. Uh, he's playing um, oh, Fidel Castro. Yes, that's right. Which I I was very mm. tempted to start the show talking about that because I happened to read an article before we went live and I got really pissed. Um, but yeah, that's a fucking travesty in and of itself. Um, but yeah, this is an insane mess. It's, a, it's an absolute mess. Um, this is all, all rough and it gets worse. Um, a lot of the stuff that we're anticipating from HBO max will not come out. It's not happening. Blue Beetle is is Blue Beetle. Um, that was always going to be released in theaters, right? No, Blue Beetle was originally a HBO max film and they found a way to convert it. So it's saved. Okay. But it was converted in production rather than post-production. Mm-hmm. So the budget kind of went up. Okay, so they're probably safe. Okay. Ugh. Those Blue Beetle fans have been through enough. <laughs> it sounds like if you read what was said, and I, I think most people haven't, and I, I encourage you to read for yourself because I do think the words that Zaslav and 
you know, the other executives use are important. It sounds like this has more to do with quality control and what they can save financially than anything else. Mm -hmm. Some people have pointed out, and they're right, that, look, Batgirl, woman-led film, you know? Um, We're not getting Supergirl. That's right. Rolling Stone said that the Supergirl movie starring Sasha Cali is not going to happen. She's in Flash. But, oh yeah, yeah. But wow. the movie, her spinoff film, is not happening. Apparently, um, I'm hesitant to jump on that particular sexist bandwagon. That this is driven by sexism. Do you see the slide I have up right now on the stream, Sean? I have their their earnings call, uh, unique and complimentary uh, slide for. Uh, the the types of audiences that HBO Max and Discovery Plus uh, have out. Did you know women don't like scripted TV? Uh, I'll I'll say for for this one, because this was the one that I was floating around Twitter that that I had issue with, just because this is the kind of data that gets compiled that you get from your subscription base, uh, and then you make assumptions off of that. This is the shit I do for work, in in the sense that you, you, you see what... The audience is and there so and therefore you try to replicate those audiences regardless of whether or not the intention is uh to say that the the just because it, there's a male skew it just means the population there is larger not necessarily that there's the, the the women will not like scripted shows yeah people took this and ran with it yeah but remember that my- time when women hated sex in the city and it was it was uh not watched i thought you were the only one who watched it <laughs> hey, I watched and just like that too. So, and I've seen both movies. So, I'm is that on the is that on the chopping block or is that an HBO show? That's an HBO Max. Yeah. Oh, oh no! I think that'll probably be safe if anything. But uh, it's not one of the franchises on here. Uh, I will say. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Sex and the it's, City. Uh, yeah, uh, oh yeah, it is. Okay, it's probably safe then. Yeah. Yeah. So right up there with That's... Big Bang Theory and Friends. Ugh. Yo, I like how they call the uh, ninety day fiance universe. Hey, man. That had me in stitches. <laughs> That's I need funny. a I need a soldier a soldier boy uh, solo film. That's a that's a deep cut. I don't even know. Uh, you you can you can cancel a, a baby girl Lisa film. I'm I'm not okay with that. That's fine. I I also watched a lot of Ninety Day Fiance. If evidently, yeah, yeah. one of your Fe- big female fans. female skew my ass. I think I think to your point though, Sean, uh, the decision was made more so around the films that were specific to HBO Max. Mm-hmm. And the unfortunate part was that they were rele- like the the female led movies were relegated to those and those are the ones that they went for. Yeah, I I do think that sucks. Um and you know, we'll never know if Batgirl was up to snuff from a quality standpoint. It's weird that Blue Beetle would get the theatrical bump and Batgirl wouldn't. But again, there's so much happening behind the scenes that we don't know. And I'm I'm not comfortable just saying it's sexism. It's and it's a Hispanic blue beetle, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Jaime Reyes, yeah. Uh, Marco, from a marketing standpoint, I have a question. Um, yeah. So, if you're saying that HBO Max is more male skewed, is the objective then to double down into that male skew and make things specifically for it, or try to make up the lost skew that that would be the female end? It becomes cheap. It's cheaper to 
double down into the population that you already have. So you try to find lookalikes, okay. audiences that are specifically uh, that look like the audience that you have. And that is you more pigeonhole yourself, essentially, because exactly. in the short yeah. term, it's more cost effective, cost effective. Ugh, I right. fucking hate cost effective shit because yeah. it, it never thinks long term, in my opinion. And and that's the harm, right? The the yeah. harm is very much that that the, the, you're you're exactly what you said. You put yourself into a pigeonhole and then that audience starts to dry up and then people are like well how come there's no more people to to you know uh, subscribing well it's because you're scraping the bottom of the barrel of the population that you're trying to look for because all these decisions are just to hype up the next earnings call i feel like there's no long-term investment in correct in audiences because the only thing that matter is matters is the next business call and and money and the immediate um, which i think is just a problem Especially when you have, when when it becomes the creative side of business, because the creative side is the one that always loses, and because of that, minority and female-led creativity is then lost. Sure, it's also worth pointing out that Zaslav basically cut through the Warner executive side, and that almost all of the appoint appointments in those get executive positions have been you know oh, older no. white men um i oh, believe okay. they yeah they brought on alan horn I are, say, are are yakko wacko and dot still safe do they still have their jobs <laughs> yeah they, they brought on alan horn they're still in the water tower bro they're, they're put away <laughs> They brought on Alan Horn, who is known for many things. One of those is being an executive at Disney during the rise of Marvel. Yes. Okay. Uh, He also oversaw the Nolan trilogy. So they brought him in as an advisor, touting that. I actually think Alan Horn was a part of the cabal that almost drove Kevin Feige away from Marvel. So whatever. The thing is, they need to find their Feige for DC specifically. They got they got a whole bunch of other fucking shit going on across the the, the board, Warner wise. But in terms of the DC stuff, they need a Feige. But how do you find that? It's not a job. It's not like a, a title you can give someone. Like resident Feige is not a thing. Like it it, it it's such a specific role that grew somewhat organically throughout the history of the MCU? Like, how do you artificially recreate that? I don't know if you can. I, I don't think you can. And I think you, if in order to do that, you need to be thinking that long-term and they don't care for that long-term, right? That That is that is a, to, to what is it? The 10-year plan that they rolled, that they're trying to roll out. I didn't dig into the specifics of it, but that is the kind of, I would even say like a 15-year plan is the thing that you need to be thinking about in order to find somebody. If you're trying to, if you're trying to find somebody who says, "Yeah, I have a cool idea for a few movies," that's that's not going to do anything. I you got to you got to have a structure and then holistically look at the long term, and that's what allows you to then do to uh, to Silk's point in chat, like make more female stuff to get female viewers. Not necessarily that you can that you'll have uh, an influx of that audience, but in order to start including those films you need to have a basis in the short term to then extend that out into the long term and you need to have somebody thinking about that and warner doesn't seem to be thinking like that they're thinking what is the next earning call yeah and, and look where marvel is right now a lot of female-led media she hulk just coming out miss marvel yeah because we made that investment i mean tangential yeah. evidence but like 
I'm on the dating apps again, you know, full disclosure there. But like, I see a lot of it. it's like big fan of Marvel. Like yes. high school me would have been mind blown if like Marvel was mainstream. Like I could talk to, I don't know, like a girl. I didn't talk to anyone in high school, you know, just no one. But like we could talk about Doctor Strange, you know, like, but Marvel fucking made that investment. And now they, they took what was probably, if you were to do the marketing thing, maybe more male skewed in the 90s. You know, Marvel Comics specifically as a brand. Um, and, and now it's, it's, I would say equally skewed. Yeah, or, or I guess yeah. it can't be equally skewed. It's on a skew at that point. But you know what I mean? Like, it's a more general fandom that they've I, uh, fostered. I would be interested to look at those numbers because I can only imagine at most it's probably like a 60-40 split. And that's good. That's like a considerable degree of separation. It's a minimum of degree of separation, and that's a good thing. I mean, it's also uh, getting into like, oh, there's still a gender binary there that I don't really agree with. But never mind. That's that's fucking marketing. But, yeah, yeah, whatever. So there are a lot of big questions that we didn't really get answered uh, throughout this. Um, what does this mean for a lot of the stuff that's been previously announced? or that was heavily rumored, but didn't actually have confirmation. So one thing we know is safe, because it was confirmed, is Peacemaker. Peacemaker Season 2 is coming. James Gunn confirmed that on social media. Good, good. Uh, Here, though, are some question marks. The Green Lantern show that had been announced that was going to be an anthology kind of series that would have take place in like different eras with different green lanterns headlining different pieces of the show and the penguin spinoff the the arkham no i want that i want both of those i'm sure you'll want it but that's not what we're talking about we're talking about i know no marco said on it like oh i was interested in in what uh no no i mean i'm saying like that it's gone oh yeah that's that's that's, yeah it's disposable yeah yeah a dead penguin in the water yeah, because they're saying that there will be a cap of a $30 million budget Ooh. for any uh, HBO Max st- or streaming that's exclusives. Not a, that's not a budget. Like, <laughs> that's not a, a real workable budget. But they don't want. I guess so, yeah. They're, they're, yeah, they're purposely they uh, hamstringing them. Yeah, yeah yep. exactly. You've got to constrain in order to profit. Do we. um? know the status of Harley, the the animated show? Because I know they they did announce multiple cuts in the animation department. They sure did. Uh, I don't know. I don't have anything on that. Okay, because maybe they don't want to do it right when Harley season three comes out the same week. Um, but yeah, I mean, looking a little iffy for uh, Fiona and Cake, the Adventure Time spinoff too. So that's just another thing that kind of pissed me off about this. But what about the film side? What about the bad robot? Michael B. Jordan, Ta-Nehisi Coates, Superman projects that have all been, you know, rumored, announced, talked about a little bit here or there. What about those projects? Because, in you know, for franchises, they specifically listed Batman, Wonder Woman, and Superman as individual franchises. But two out of the three are doing okay. Well, one's doing amazing, Batman. Mm-hmm. One's existing, Wonder Man. Woman, and the other doesn't exist at all in Superman. So what about these projects? Do they want to continue with these creatives? 
I definitely think that because uh, the the bad robot thing was uh, Black Superman, and I think I don't I don't think that's coming coming out. Like, I think you want to confuse audiences. <laughs> yeah, I, I I think you're gonna uh, if if we're still in the mix with the Flash stuff, I don't think you're gonna want to deviate from what's going on there to have a new a new reboot like that. I think that's getting axed. I'm with you. Uh, new Gods was axed. I read that somewhere. Oh, Tom yeah, King. I read that a couple a couple months ago. Yeah, yeah. My boy, Tom King. Um, I agree with you. I don't think that. First of all, I was never that excited about a bad robot. Anything, anyways. Wow. Um, okay. I like Bad Robot. I just don't like J.J. Abrams as a director. And I think that J.J. Abrams likes to start stuff and not finish stuff. And I just I don't think that J.J. Abrams has the hand right now. Yep. Um, Just see dark. That's not coming on either. A true a true creative starting stuff and not finishing it. That's why I like (laughs) J.J. Abrams speaks to me. But I I think if you're going to take something positive away from this, this is what I'm taking away positive is that. If you read what Zaslav is saying, they want to make sure that the DC films that they put out are tentpole films and that they're high quality. In my opinion, when you look back at the DC films that we have seen, by and large, they're not good. Um, <laughs> when you look at, if, even if you look at the last, like, I thought back, um, not Batgirl, sorry, uh, Birds of Prey, I thought that was pretty bad. Really? Um, yeah, I, I do not. I had a lot of fun with that one. Uh, I think that Suicide Squad 2 is all right. Uh, I thought Shazam was bad. Um, I, 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 I feel like they're not. And then I, I have no interest in Shazam 2. No. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like they haven't been on a great track. And I don't think that quality has been the first thing on the mind. One of the Wonder Woman movies, I think, are, are really bad. I think they, they, there is only one out here. And I think that the problem they've been dealing with for years at this point is they want their cake. They want to have their cake and eat it, too. With taking well, they don't all even the... They pre- flavor of cake they want. No, they got COVID. They have no taste. <laughs> um, it, it, it's that they've... Made all these disparate kind of films. They want to make sure it still ties into everything to keep the continuity, but they want to reboot stuff and they want to add stuff. But maybe this ties in. Maybe this is part of the universe. Who knows? Um, but uh, but I some think, of it's not. Joker's not. The Batman's it's, not. It's confusing. What they need to do is they need to use Flashpoint as their out, which is what I've been saying for years. They need That's to. That's what it is. Well, their out should be re- reboot the universe flat like New Fifty Two style for the movie, like. Work on casting your three core, uh, three your trinity right now, and introduce them at the end of that movie. Dude, and like there's your new universe. We already Start know what there. the we already know what the trinity is intended. I know to that be. It's, it's I know what it's it was intended to be. It was supposed to be Shazam, um, Supergirl, Batgirl and Supergirl. Yeah, and Flash. It was it was no, supposed to be Flash. Batgirl, Supergirl, and Flash and uh, Shazam. That's the new trinity. That's the new trinity. Well, that was the new trinity. I think they're they're so, showing that their fr- the the Warner Discovery is showing what their franchises are are these three things and those three were not that. Um, 
they've delayed Flashpoint enough. Just re- recast and uh, do some reshoots. You're out of your just mind. Pull the Band-Aid off. You're out of your mind. Get us a new Batman, off. Superman, Wonder Woman. Show it at the end of Flashpoint. Start from there. Yo, Plan let the out. villains win in Flashpoint, all right? Fuck all of this shit. Blow I mean, if if Barry wins, then Ezra wins. So the villain does win. <laughs> that's, that's a fair point. <laughs> uh, I think that they have been on a bad road for a while. I think that where they were planning to go is a terrible idea. I love Batgirl. I love Supergirl. I love Shazam. That is not a trinity. That's insane. It's not the Trinity. It's not the it's not the Trinity that gets you on board with people necessarily. No. Right? Everybody knows Batman. Everybody knows Wonder Woman. Everybody knows Superman. Right? They're, they are the Trinity. That's right. literally what they are. But that's also that's like a legacy Trinity that needs to have like we didn't really have a good Trinity in the first place. You know what I mean? Like even in Zack Snyder and uh, the original Justice League or one Justice League, if you're if you're Warner Discovery. Um, the, there didn't feel to be a real relationship between the Trinity. Like, like there's there's groundwork here that's not laid to even make this a legacy Trinity. That that's, I feel that's fine. I'm just saying those three characters have to be at the forefront of whatever you're doing. I agree. There's no way around that. The three is Wonder Woman, Batman, Superman. Yeah, yeah, I agree. If, if, yeah. if Marvel had Spider-Man, X-Men, Fantastic Four in 2008. What would the first movie have been? Not Iron Man. There's no reason mm. to focus on yeah. three B to C list characters when you have A plus characters available. It's silly. And they, they have to pivot. They have to pivot. And I think that that's what we're seeing. And it's painful. And people don't like it. I wanted to see Batgirl. I, think, I don't think it was going to be good. I never thought it was going to be good. But I wanted to see it. And I'm sad for Leslie Grace, and I'm sad for everybody. But I think this is the you talk about ripping a bandaid off. I think that's what we're seeing now. Sure, yeah. And Marco referenced the ten-year plan. Zaslav said there is a ten-year plan in place for DC. They want to get DC to a place where people are talking about it the way that we talk about Marvel. And. I I think this is the right move to have a plan to say hey this is what we're going to do and this is this is what it is like we're locking ourselves into this this is our strategy take it or leave it I think that's smart I think if you look at the last 10 years of what DC has been doing you can see that they were willing to pull the plug at any moment and that doesn't work that doesn't work it's a commitment yeah, they on paper this seems this seems like the right plan. It's what everyone's been saying. Mimic the Marvel method instead of trying to do the reverse Marvel method, um, where big team movie, then the solo movies afterwards. Um, some of which we didn't even get, like Affleck's Batman. Um, but asking DC to come up with a ten year plan sounds like asking a high school burnout what their ten year plan is. It's like sure you can ask them that. But will they give you a, a coherent answer on that with actual execution? Probably not. But that's the thing that they need to be working on. Like, like the, the fact that they've announced that this is There needs is to be like a retreat. That, right. And they're, yeah. they're thinking. But if they're thinking about it, at the very least, that is a good direction. At the very least. Whether or not it's going to get executed well, 
that's a separate conversation from the fact that, hey, we're thinking about 10 years in the future. This is, that, 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 that is akin to a phase one, a phase two, a phase three, right? That is the kind of thinking that they need because that's to, to our earlier point, you need to be thinking down the road to start including these other characters to start being able to expand out and not have to worry about that next earning call. You're gonna be, hey, wait, we're gonna stick to this thing regardless of whatever happens in Q3, Q4, Q1 of next year. That's not the issue. The issue is sticking to the thing that we that committing to and sticking to this long-term strategy. That is that is the, the priority for DC at the, at the moment. If they can do that, they will over time ideally be successful. I agree. Chillmonger in the chat. Well, first of all, he asked, are you worried for static? I am very worried for static. I don't think I think if, if Batgirl can get chopped, static can definitely get chopped. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I think I think I think he's right. Isn't canceling Batgirl proof of plan execution? Yes, I think yeah. it is. I feel like it's proof of business plan execution. I think I, we're talking creatively, I think, when it comes to a 10 year plan for DC. That's what I think of creatively. They need a plan. Um, Batgirl seems like a a cutting of the the fat from a business standpoint. No, because um, I think well, if if cutting Batgirl is a business side tax write off, good, we get the money. And also like, hey, we know Batgirl was going to be a tenfold character. We don't want that anymore. Let's not even introduce her. Then maybe that's the creative side that I agree with. You know, because they need to start refocusing again. Um, but like based on the hiring that Warner has done uh, high up on the business side, like whatever this retreat and planned uh, um, 10-year thing could be, it's just going to be like a can of tuna fish. It's a whole bunch of white meats doing on their own mental juices. Like I, I want to see on the creative side some diversity does not, that does not exist uh, elsewhere in the business uh, if they do decide to you know, make a 10-year plan. I agree, but I don't. I don't think that. I don't think we have a reason to believe that they won't do that. There's a quote here um, that says, "There will be from from Zaslav. There will be a t uh, a team with a ten year plan focusing just on DC. It's very similar to the structure that Alan Horn and Bob Iger put together very effectively with Kevin Feige at Disney. He added, "We think it, we could build a long term much." stronger sustainable growth business out of dc and as a part of that we're going to focus on quality <laughs> what were you laughing at John? i'm laughing because again alan horn was a, a i believe i guess i could be wrong a part of the cabal that nearly chased kevin feige out so to, <laughs> to 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 say that is just so funny that they brought him on to do this what if the way they get a get their own kevin feige is by putting out the money to get Kevin Feige. We've talked about that before. I can't see a reason why Kevin Feige would ever do yeah, something true, like true. that. Especially yes, with the, 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 the messages he's sending to the, the cast and crew. Like, oh, I'm yeah. so sorry. Come, he's like, yo, he basically said, come through, we got you. And that's the thing. None of this happens in a vacuum. The entire industry can see all of this. Yeah. Think about what Christopher Nolan said when they announced that they were going to be dropping all of their films day and date on hbo max that i'll never work with warner again isn't tenant think to about, announce though <laughs> i have no idea think yeah. about what dennis uh villanuevo said after doom he said i did not know that this movie was going to be released on streaming i never would have done it had i known that. Mm. 
they they shit on so many directors, and that's bad. Warner Brothers Discovery has an opportunity to win some of those people back and reclaim their name as like a an a, an artist driven studio. We'll see if they go in that direction. I'm not convinced yet. Me either. But again, this is all stuff they're dealing with with what they were presented, not what they planned. When you say they, you mean Warner Discovery. I mean Warner Discovery, the new regime. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see what their creative plans are. We don't know those. We haven't seen a single drop of it. And it's kind of good. That Flash will serve as like a, all right, this is all over. I almost wish they canceled Blue Beetle. Not because I don't want to see it, but just because I think they need to clean slate it and then do whatever they're going to do in a couple of years. They need to put something out. And I guess that's why they're not canceling everything. Well, that's why Joker 2 was a nice announcement earlier in the week. Yeah. Uh, Here's something everyone likes um, outside of all that. Have fun. Uh, do you think? Do you think then that we get a Batman sequel with what's his face, Patterson? What's his face? Oh uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think that thing they did pretty well, especially for the budget it had. I'm surprised there weren't announcements about that with this. There's, I don't think there's anything to say. I think that movie's probably like a few years out yet. Okay. Yeah. Um, more than I would say later than 2024. Probably in the 2025, 2026 range. My, my curiosity comes into play with like, oh, did they like it so much that like, oh, is this something they build around? You know, ready established at this point. I think that might be a good direction where if they can incorporate that into the 10-year plan, honestly, a Blue Beetle feels uh, kind of innocuous in terms of like character, uh, a, a familiarity with the character. Yep. Like that, that feels like, hey, we can throw this sort of at the wall and incorporate it potentially if it does well, but then we're falling back into that whole, if it does well, maybe we'll add it into it, maybe not. And uh, the fact that they made the Joker announcement, uh, I was just thinking, I'm like, what if that does really, really well too? And then the follow-up is we know that there's already a Joker in uh, the Batman universe. It's obviously not the same one, but like screw whoever was uh, playing that character and just throw in Walking Phoenix here and like, oh, we'll put the two movies that actually did well and then build the universe off that. I, I think that's then, then doing the exact same thing that screwed him over in the first place. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's trying if, to have, have your cake and eat it too. Yeah. I think if you're going to clean slate it, you gotta, you, you just gotta wipe it away. Let yeah. the Batman be what it is. Let Joker be what it is. Those are successful in their own corners. Fine. Um, but and it's tough because Ben Affleck is still around. People like him. Uh, uh, um, uh, Gal Gadot's still around. People like her. Henry Cavill was absent from San Diego Comic-Con. One of the biggest rumors was him making a Superman announcement. He had COVID from what I saw. Um, and so that's why he wasn't present. You do have actors that people want to see. Do you get rid of them? I don't know. All I know is that while this is DC's worst week, it could become the start of something really great. And I hope that's the case. The What's the, the Dark Knight quote? The Dark Knight quote is, uh, the night is always darkest before the dawn or something yes, like that. Yes, indeed. 
Y'all are hopeful, motherfuckers. I'm not. <laughs> In my head, I'm like, oh, well, Blue Beetle could be like their Spider-Man. Fuck no, that's not going to happen. <laughs> the merger of D- Discovery Plus and HBO Max will begin next summer. Uh, the U.S. will be the first to start to see the merger, and then we'll get it in Latin America uh, that same year later on, and then uh, 2024 everywhere else, uh, everywhere that has HBO Max. Um, so we'll start to see some of these effects take place then. The last thing I wanted to bring up is something that a lot less people are talking about, but it worries me more. DC is no longer DC Comics. Mm-hmm. They've dropped comics from their social media handles. Huh. They dropped comics from their website. It's just DC now. And the DC website is a multimedia website, not particularly focused on comics. It's a general DC multiverse website. Yeah. That's scary. That sucks. I, f- I feel like that is indicative of something worse. They're consolidating everything as, okay, this is all lumped under a brand. And we're not going to delineate. We're not going to break things out for whatever. If it has the properties attached to it, that's just where it's going to live. And we're not going to pay attention to the individual aspects of it. Uh, how is that a reach? That's not a reach. DC Comics is what it is. It's it's originally stood for Detective Comics. I don't think it's that it stood for that for decades at this point. Um, it reminds me of WWE. <laughs> They're they, they they banned the word wrestling and wrestler. It, yeah, DC- it's just WWE is the word. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. WWE uh, unbanned now because it's unbanned now, but for the last I don't know ten or so years, WWE hasn't stood for anything. It stands for then, now, forever. (laughs) Yes. Wait, you couldn't say wrestler? What would you call? What would you call them? Sports entertainment or superstars? Yeah. Holy shit! What they do is sports entertainment, not wrestling. Uh, Not anymore, though, because Triple H is in charge. Marco, if you want to start watching WWE, I would suggest watching now, honestly. DC DC doesn't put out comics. They put out content. Yes, that's that's, that's worrying. The writers and artists don't draw and write comics. They draw and write content. Fuck. Batman is not a comic book character. Batman's an entertainment character. This is familiar to... um, We were just talking about this recently, right? The whole idea of content. What was it? Um... I'm having a big deja vu moment, so I don't know if, if if this actually is something we talked about or not. But weren't we just talking about some other company calling their stuff content? Yeah, we did. Uh, it was Jericho, I think, uh, with the oh with the... no, oh. that was that was one thing. It was um the frames. Shit, Frame. yeah, maybe right, right, maybe right. it was that. Maybe it was that. Yeah, I hate that word content. It's it's all over the place. It's just it's just nonstop. I can't. Sean, what do we it. do? What's our spin? What's our spin? Uh, What do we do? Yeah. yeah. We talk about we talk about content related to entertainment characters that feature in superhero films and book content. Content junkies. Yep. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. 
So what what you're alluding to then, Sean, with the this whole no comics in the in the uh, the copy text um, is a feature where there are no comics. Ah, man, Uh, I think that 55 billion is a big number. And any way that you can stop the bleeding, they'll do. Discovery Plus is not based on scripted material. I almost said content. It's not based on scripted programming. They don't know from that. And I don't think that they give a damn about comics. I don't know if David said a word about comics. I fear greatly for the future of DC Comics. I've been saying it for two years. I think they're in big, big trouble. My optimism is that it's such a small piece of the pie that I hope it gets ignored. <laughs> That's what Pete used to say. Yeah. And maybe you're right. I hope you're right. I, I, I mean, I don't want DC to go away, certainly DC Comics, um, but I am scared. That would honestly, if DC were gone, I think it would ruin the comic book industry. I completely agree. There is I think, no. I think that is a huge. You know that meme of like the dominoes, where it's like one big domino and then a little one, or a little re- re- reverse that. Uh, it's like one little domino and then it's like a big tower that falls down. Um, yeah, that would be that would be bad because then I would think that would that would be Disney's sign and be like, well, I guess it doesn't exist anymore. Let's or, or they lean in the opposite direction, which. For your Marvel head could be good, but uh, I don't think it's a good sign. That's like a major pillar of a whole industry just not being there, and I think the whole tower collapses if that happens. Yeah, but, yeah, it's 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 scary stuff. Um, unfortunately, you know we, we're not ending on a super positive note. I do think there's cause to be concerned on the comics end of the spectrum. That's something that may never be relevant. We'll continue to talk about it, of course. On the film side, I totally understand the doom and gloom, 100%. And I'm on board. Rest in peace, Batgirl. Sorry to everyone who lost, uh, you know, the chance to have this moment to shine. Um, But I do think underlying all this bad is an opportunity for Warner Brothers Discovery to write the ship that was never, ever, ever going to be righted while it was only Warner Brothers. I don't think Walter Hamada knew what he was doing. I don't think Jeff Johns knew what he was doing. Frankly, I don't think Zack Snyder knew what he was doing. In terms of presenting a DC that people actually want to watch, I don't think so. And yes, I'm a defender of of, of Zack Snyder. I think those movies were cool. They made almost billions of dollars. That's nice. But by and large, I don't think the public wanted that. Mm. This is what had to happen. And I'm choosing, maybe foolishly, but I think this conversation justifies what I'm about to say. I'm choosing to believe that the next five years of DC on film as a shared universe will be the best we've seen. Hope so. Somebody clip. Someone clip that. Please do. I take all bets, Kefis, <laughs> Marco. Oh, I, I take all anymore. bets. I don't gamble anymore. No? I, I, I gamble yeah, I mean, in my life already. So I think one of, one of my gambles on uh, 
when we talked about uh, She-Hulk and uh, my D-Man uh, bet, uh, I think just got disproved. They just released oh, the first still. Really? Of Charlie Cox in the uh, uh, yellow, yellow and red suit. So there you go. There you go. There's a good note to end it on. Daredevil yeah. officially coming back. More Daredevil. Thank you, Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Marvel. Uh, Showmonger says five years starting at Black Adam or five years starting at New Superman. Um, I'm I'm comfortable saying five years starting from the Flash. How about that? So when the Flash ends, right when we've seen it, I think that the next five years, so 2023 to 2028, I think those will be the best years yet. And I'm a little lucky in that because it at least includes Joker two and probably the Batman two, which I anticipate will be quite good. And then who knows what else? Um, so. Remains to be seen. Let us know your thoughts. I know that what I have presented, what Marcos presented, uh, I know that it's controversial. I know that a lot of people will not agree. And if you don't, feel free to share that. Um, I, I, I want to make sure that everybody knows that like the debate is cool. We do that here. Um, but hopefully you guys are hopeful. Let us know your thoughts in the comments section. Anywhere that you're listening to this, there's a place, there's a chat box there. Leave us a follow, a rating, a review, wherever you're listening to this. Subscribe to us on Twitch if you would be so kind. If not, that's okay. Follows are cool too. You can use your Amazon Prime subscription. We got a new follow by uh, 0511. You may call me V earlier in the Thanks, show, V. So. Appreciate you, V. Twitch.tv slash the comics pals if you would like to subscribe. And if you want to watch this live, 10.15 every single Saturday morning, 6 p.m. Eastern for Pals Pulls. Watch our latest book club, the Chainsaw Man book club. Yes, sir. There you go. Um, what's our next book club? Oh, yeah. Uh, Batman, The White Knight, and uh, Curse of the White Knight. We'll be reading those and uh, oh, that's putting that out. Okay. Yeah, putting yeah, that out soon. News to me, too. <laughs> <laughs> already got it on wow. the dc app hey, tyler we're reading it on tuesday come on bro we're, we're doing it on tuesday we yes, talked sir. about that oh, okay. didn't we have we it was we'll, we'll talk about that off the air yeah there was a Sorry, whole I'm, lose, I'm losing track of days all right well yeah we'll talk about it we'll talk about it yeah um plugs marco Thank you so much for tuning in on this episode of the Comics Pals. You can find me at Mr. Marco Anamoto on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, come talk to me about Sandman. Silv, I hope you enjoy it. It is a blast. And uh, anybody who uh, loves those books, I think the translation has been done very well. Uh, Tyler, you, you might enjoy the 24-7, uh, uh, the diner scene. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I was hoping, it, I was hoping uh, uh, Mr. D would uh, show up. Yeah, and uh, oh, Silva's ahead of me. I'm on episode five or six at the moment. I've only uh, done the one. I, I hate I hate releasing. I prefer a weekly release, so I'm I might stick myself to that. Gotcha. Okay, yeah. uh, it's been a blast. And anybody who wants to chat about that, uh, join a Discord. Well, I'm sure we'll be talking about it as people uh, start to fill in on that. Tyler. Uh, you can follow me at uh, the Tyler Olson on uh, Instagram and Twitter. What am I up to? Um, uh, I'm playing a lot of multiverses. Which can we? 
Yeah. We, we agreed yeah. on that? Okay. Uh, I'm going to stream tomorrow. Um, so if you guys want to play, let us know. Uh, we're shooting for, what did, what did we say? Four? Three. Three? 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 Three p.m. Eastern tomorrow. Um, if you're on the Discord and stuff, uh, we'll we'll mess. We'll you know put uh, an alert out there. Uh, but I'll play some multiverses if you guys wanna wanna join in. I wanna see if, uh, if Marco and Sean's uh, Smash skills translate. They do not. It is a different mechanical <laughs> scheme. By the way, uh, that tomorrow is Sunday. Oh, yes, I forgot this so recording if you're hearing from people this after on, oh, yeah. Disregard. <laughs> Maybe I'll do one on Tuesday too, just to help. <laughs> You'll be busy out. on Tuesday. Yeah. Um, as for me, I'm on Twitter and Instagram only at Sean Soapbox. I love the behind the scenes business stuff that happens at these companies. And I'm fascinated uh, in a negative and positive way about the way that the business end impacts the creative end and what can be done by creatives to work within that framework, as terrible as that is. Um, that's probably going to be the subject of my next uh, newsletter. So stay tuned for that. Uh, otherwise, I hope you guys are having a great time out there, enjoying your summer. Stay cool. Stay safe. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Until next time, we're the Comics Pal signing off. Take care, guys. See you next week.